The following audio may not meet the recording standards you're used to from RPG Academy Network podcasts. Lawful and Orderly streams live on Twitch every Monday at 8pm Eastern, and this audio is pulled directly from our video. Send all complaints to michael at therpgacademy.com and join us on Mondays. Thanks for listening, and enjoy the show. Welcome to Lanarcanum, the city of magic. Built around the Everspire, the city shimmers with arcane energy. But that kind of power brings trouble, trouble that sometimes seems to spawn from thin air. And no one knows trouble better than a Lanarcanum high guard. The LAHG is comprised of several divisions, but of particular interest is the Special Visions Unit. The SVU deals with the strangest and most convoluted cases in Lanarcanum. This is one such case. We rejoin our detectives for the thrilling conclusion of... Market for Death. We've got Skip Skyseeker here with an update on the ongoing wizard battles high up in the Everspire. A source inside the magistration, may they be praised, has revealed that what was originally described as a spat between high-powered wizard officials has escalated. The mayor has adjusted the designated debris zone to cover more affected blocks as stonework, furniture, and the occasional body part have begun to rain down on a wider area. Check in again with me, Skip Skyseeker, now Sayer 5, for more updates. Oh, I am such a skipster. He is the voice, like, it's not just the voice, it's really the, like, the intonation, the, the way that he says things. Yeah. It's a little intoxicating. It, it was terrible being down in the Smith District when we were in the area of Skip Skyspeaker. Like the Sky Skyspeak. So close. Spy, spy speak, spy, no, it's all right. Skip. But it was it was like the Sky Sleeper 3? Anyway, the guy had a 3 on his oh, box yeah. and his voice was weird. Yeah, his name wasn't Skip, it was Spick. Oh, yeah. Spick Sky Sweep. Spickle. Spickle. Right, short for Spickle. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. Spickle. Spickle, Spickle Spice Billiker. It's a very difficult name to pronounce. I do not know why he would not change it. Spickle's back slipper. So, uh, very close. Yeah, we will uh, come back in. So, welcome, welcome back, everyone, to Lawful and Orderly Special Visions Unit episode, uh, season two, episode 0.5, because we're almost to the end of episode one. Uh, That doesn't make sense. That's not how you remember things. (laughs) Episodes. Yeah. I'm a computer guy. Guess what? I'm out now. You all know that. Um, So in the first half of the episode, a wizard battle somewhere high up in the Everspire has led to a dangerous situation on the ground where debris from the the tower itself and apparently the occupants and their furniture inside has been falling down on areas around the town, including a market that is in the shadow side of the tower. And uh, while most people seem to have gotten out alive, one unfortunate crush victim was Hobarth Hogbottom, proprietor of the Shadow Market, along with other markets around town. And it appears from the vision that our intrepid officer saw at the beginning of the episode that he may not have died accidentally at all. Dun-dun-dun! So our, our officers uh, have come and surveyed the scene, have assisted with uh, the, some, some rescue efforts as uh, folks tried to rescue themselves, each other, and their wares. And uh, they managed to, uh, I almost said intimidate, but yeah, I'll stick with that. Interrogate and intimidate uh, two, two wizards uh, of the self-taught healing variety and uh, the daughter of uh, Hobarth Hogbottom herself, who was attempting to get her father's body out of the main office where it had been crushed. And And what was was that daughter's name? Which we all Uh, heard, we all know. Let's let's find out. Okay, Uh, good. 
Yeah. So um, actually, we're we're going to cut to the next day, and uh, seated in a interrogation room uh, are the three of you uh, across from uh, Miss Hogbottom, who definitely has a name that I didn't forget, uh, Harriet Hogbottom. Harriet. Harriet. Harriet, Harriet. Hogbottom. Uh, who is sitting across from you wearing much nicer clothes than you saw her in uh, the night before. She has cleaned mm-hmm. herself up and uh, she still looks very upset, but she's, uh, she's sitting quietly. Thank so, you for... Oh, go Please ahead. No, no, I insist. Oh, okay. So, so uh, Harriet, or uh, can I call you Harry? So Harry, um... When was the the last time that that you told your dad you wanted him? I mean, that that who was? When was? Do you see mimes a lot? Does your dad know any mimes? I'm Does sorry. Does he have enemies of any mimes? What do these questions have to do with my father? You, you can tell us. We're we'll we'll keep you safe. Safe from mimes, safe from d- debris falling from the tower. What, Bark, a what am here. I here Ruff, for, Ruff. officers? Ruff. Safe from mimes, safe from, safe from the various things uh, that may be endangering you. Uh, mimes are technically on the list. <sighs> Look, officers, if, if you don't have any real questions for me, I should get back to work. Oh, I, I have a lot of paperwork to deal with my father's estate. And these markets need someone to run them, and we, I, I'm already behind. Uh, according to the to the notes that were written, uh, not on my hand. Um, it it looks like there we. Uh, I see the notes written on your hand there. I yeah, see. yeah, but but Mikhail keeps some good other, other good notes too. And I was reading through, and it looks like there are only two wizards in in the the shadow market. Is that true to your knowledge? As as far as I know, yeah, uh, Ichabod and Vicente they run their little magic shop it's it's kind of cute i mean you can you can tell that this isn't really their bag but uh i thought they you know they brought a nice air to the to the market they kind of liven things up a bit they were always really nice and and uh so so your father didn't know of any other um magicians or wizards and um and 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 you oh well of course of course he did he he ran markets all over town right Uh, my my father had, he had his hand in, in every pie that, that he could get. He, he just happened to own the land and he, he started setting up these markets. I'm sorry, I hate to interrupt you. Ilan, do not write thing thing that's about the pies. It is, it is not <laughs> relevant, I promise you. But, but, nope, but I promise but it the is bakers... not relevant. Nope. nope, I promise you whatever you're writing down is completely not relevant to this case. <laughs> Fine, you questioned Harry. You know, I think um, the way I w- you know, actually, that's a good idea. I will go next and ask you some fine questions, and we will we will participate in a time honored tradition of of police officer, police officer, and other unaligned police officer, and Elo will Elo will go last. Okay. Um, oh, can I be the chaotic police officer? That's no, my favorite alignment. You are you are ruining the bit. Oh. You are you are <laughs> you are negating the effectiveness of this maneuver. You really you both need to you need to work on your group mind. I feel like this would work a lot better if you were all kind of in the same headspace. Uh, is he going to take the dog everywhere with him? 
Oh, yes. Okay. Uh, L-O-Y-A. It is, Bark is actually that's a, a that's an officer. You. you will note that there's a badge on her collar. Yeah, and, oh, um, and, okay. uh, and actually, Bark yeah, ranks Bark, us all. And, oh, no, and Bark does not. Oh, no, I guess. Ser served as acting chief. Bark, oh. I don't believe Bark technically oh. currently outranks me. Well, that's, that's a good point. Yeah, I have you're, seniority you're, you're, over you're Bark. Your vacation lasted a few weeks, but not quite long. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it depends on, it depends on, it depends on Officers, how please. I, so I'm working affect. under a dog now. Okay. That is correct. I'm sorry, yes. Um, Harriet, I, just a quick question for you. Um, Ichabod worked with your father uh, closely on this, on this um, um, stealing of people's money via lie, uh, correct? If you can call it that. I mean, I doubt Ichabod has the brains or the guts to do something like this without being held over a barrel. Probably my dad made him an offer, like that he would get his money back or it would help open another tent. I, I really don't know, but... Uh, Ichabod's, you know, he's sweet, and my dad will use any opportunity he can to squeeze somebody. I have a feeling you're trying to say something, but it's almost as though you've been magically silenced with some sort of technology. <laughs> no, I don't think that is. I don't think that is relevant. Uh, I don't think that's, that's likely. I was thinking about squeezing, and I got distracted. Let me return to the matter at hand. Uh, Vicente, did uh, Vicente work with your father? Uh, closely, or was it just Ichabod? Oh, not yeah, not that I know of. Mm. Uh, I I don't think Vicente would have put up with that. You know, Ichabod's kind of a pushover. Uh, Vicente is more uh, straightforward, more assertive. Yeah, I, yeah. I just get the sense that he's the one with the vision. You know, like mm. he's he's mm. got a sense of who he wants to be. And well, Ichabod means well, but he's he's easily intimidated. Yeah, and uh, just one more question. This is, um, I don't know if you'll answer to this one. Uh, Ichabod and Vicente, are they romantically entangled? Are they business partners? Are they related? They just, it's oh, unclear any of the combination of those things. They're certainly business partners. Um, yes. You know, I haven't really hung around them very much. They're both nice guys. Uh, maybe they are involved. I, I don't know. Okay, not especially pertinent, but uh, would have been nice to know. So... And that was not especially a helpful answer, but thank you. Uh, after these couple of polite interchanges, I think we're going to pass it to our friend Aloe, and uh, I have actually a couple of things to do, and I need to leave the room. And Ilan, why don't you and Bart come with me just temporarily while we let uh, Aloe ask questions in her own uh, special manner? Is, is, is this about nope, the cheap surprise don't party? Say it. Because I... it is that. That is what it is. Okay. <laughs> Let's step out of the room and discuss that while Aloe asks <laughs> questions in whatever way she deems fit. Okay. Um, hmm. Going to be very intimidating. So I'm going to circle Harriet and um, going to ask her, uh, well, uh, what is your particular involvement with your father's business? Do you know like the ins and outs of the business? Huh? Uh, well, I know some of it. I mean, he. He always wished he had had a son, but he said he's going to use what he's got. And if I'm it, then, you know, I'm going to have to run things. So I've helped out here and there. Occasionally I, I run some of the markets on my own, but uh, oh, you know, okay. his, his business was always his. He let me know that. So, so you do ever resent your father for not, for you not being a boy? Oh, well, I guess I never thought of it that way. It's, it's a pretty terrible thing for a father to do, yeah, but, mm. uh, 
you know, I, I guess I kind of have my freedom. It's, it's not like he told me that I'm tied down or tried to marry me off to anyone. He let me study business and gave me, you know, access to running some of the markets. So I guess in a way he, he treated me like a son, even if maybe he resented me for not being one. So um, would you say you're in a better or worse position now that your father's gone? Huh. Oh, geez, I hadn't thought about it that. I mean, you never want your parents to die. It seems pretty messed up, but he, he was kind of a jerk. You know, I, I think I can do a lot of good. There's a lot of hardworking people in these markets and I, I, I could cut them a better deal, you know, that, the business doesn't need to make so much profit. and Oh, so you didn't approve of the way your father was running the business. Well, to, to the extent that I, I knew about it, I mean, I could see him squeezing people and there. There's a look, you know, they, they get desperate. Mm -hmm. And, and then some days they're there and they're desperate. And that's when he's smiling. And then a week later, their mm -hmm. stall is empty. Very interesting. Um, who do you think suffered the most under your father's rule? Oh, geez, the, the most. Oh, that's a hard one. I mean, it used to, used to be uh, my mother, but uh, you know, she's, she's been dead for some years. And I don't, I don't know where he puts that energy now. I mean, I, I guess his tenants. Mm. Tell me more about your mom. Uh, well, she's everything a, a great businessman's wife should be. <laughs> you know, she wore the, the the decadent things that he would buy for her, and go around town to all the swank events. And I I miss her though. You know, she she helped raise me more than well more than they they paid other people to do it. And I feel like that's pretty rare for somebody as business-minded as my parents. Hmm. I think that's all the questions I have. Uh, I keep telling okay. you, the, the chief doesn't like cray paper. That's, that's Listen, Ellen, have you been paying it? Okay, are you ready? I can't really see into the window. It's, uh, I wish they would put stools in here so I could see. So I'm just going to count to three and I'm going to open the door. And I assume that the Ella is going to be in the middle of like a really gruesome, like, you know, getting ready to put the things under the thumbnails or like holding the dagger. Oh. We're gonna do that and we're going to stop it and give like, we're going to like switch so, the roles, right? So all these notes yeah. I took about the chief surprise party. I, I should just cross those out. Um, no, save those because I think, I think her birthday is uh, next month. I'm not entirely sure. So save those. Okay. Maybe write them on your foot somewhere you don't wash often. Okay. And the wheel. Okay. Ready? Ready? Go. <laughs> no officer. Say that. Don't, don't you got to, it's please. It, it's not, you can't do that. It's not, Oh, what are you? You you come in and you uh, you see Harriet. She's she's got a handkerchief and she's kind of dabbing her eyes and sobbing. She's like, you know, it's no one's ever listened to me about this stuff before. It's it's really hard. You know, you push it down, and it's not that it's not that anyone was being mean about it. It's just you don't think to to let it out, you know, until you do. And oh wow, thank you, thank you, officer. <laughs> I suppose whatever works, right? Uh, uh, yes, thank you very much for your time, uh, Ms. Uh, Ms. Hogbottom. Uh, I, I do have, I personally have one last question, uh, unless anyone else uh, would like to step in. And that is, sure. um, uh, can you give us an approximate 
value on the scale of one to ten of uh, what your father's business business interests look like and that he has passed down to you. So on just a scale of one to ten, how wealthy do you feel having inherited your father's business? Oh well, I mean, ten being very wealthy and one being not especially wealthy. Everything still has to go through probate, and my father probably has outstanding debts to deal with. But yes, as yes, far yes. as I know, I'm I'm the only one who stands to inherit out of his will. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I uh, so like a well, four, like a seven. Oh well, can, like a two. Can you, can you sort of peg the ends? This feels a little free floating. Like, what's a one and what's a ten? And like a one is like a one is um uh, you have to get uh you have to get the the, the store brand boxed macaroni and cheese, uh, and like oh. a ten and like a ten is um like a like ten is you have someone else with with a carriage have, to pull it. No, the, the ten is like you have someone else to go and buy you the really nice macaroni and cheese. It's like a fake cheese, and it's but it's really creamy. Oh. Like, but someone else does that shopping for you. Oh, like you're so wealthy. Sure, I uh, believe that's the maximum end of the scale. I do not think you get any richer than having someone else buy store like by name by macaroni and cheese. I feel like by that, I feel like by that measure, there are numbers much higher than than ten. Well, but on that for the scale, of where this hypothetical. I would, uh, oh, that that larger scale. Oh, no, gee, no, in the well, small hypothetical scale. In your hypothetical scale, I yes. would, I would have to Not say difficult. I'm, yeah, that I've always been at a, a a ten. I've been really lucky my whole life. Oh, wow. very interesting. Yes. Yeah. So you oh, have well, sent before people... and after. That's great. Good to know. So not a particularly helpful question. Then thank you for your time. Hmm. Uh, sure. I, have, I have one more question. Um, oh, this would be good. In the days leading up to the uh, incident. Did you see any other different kinds of people or at the shop or was it just the usuals? Oh, well, I, I mean, my father's tenants at, at the, the shadow market have been the, the same for a little while, but uh, well, there, uh, there were some arguments uh, be- between uh, Oreos, the, uh, the, the spice monger. He, uh, he was having it out with the blue apron uh, you know, she runs the exotic fruit stand with her, with her husband. And uh, yeah, I, I don't know if that has anything to do with my, with my father, but I could see if he, you know, if he saw an angle there, well, he, he would try to squeeze them both. Hmm. Very into squeezing. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for your time. Sure. Have, have a nice day. Don't leave town. I don't think I'll be doing either of those things. Thank you, officers. Oh, oh good. So, or also sad. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, she uh, she leaves, and uh, you are all in the interrogation room. Uh, if if you would like to to leave, you also know that there are several uh, shop owners waiting for their for their turn in here. Oh, uh, is, none is, of is them. The spice merchant, one of them. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, Oreos. You have, Send in the spice merchant. Oreo. Double stuff. Oreos. What? No. Oreos. Yeah, you see. So, uh, Oikos? Greek yogurt? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hydrox? Hydrox? So, so a hand reluctantly goes up. Uh, it's a you see like uh, a halfling wearing a blue sleeved shirt that's uh, still still pretty dingy. Like it looks like he tried to clean it since last night, but it's the same thing he was wearing. And uh, he says, "Yes, it is me, Orios. Hello." 
Hi, come on in. You're the next contestant. I like, I like the cut of Oreos' jib already. Listen to the way he talks so melodic. Okay. Um, hello. Yes, I do. I just go into this. Yeah, yeah just, just into this little cell-like chamber with us. Have a seat, Oikos. It's Oreos. Yeah, this is no need to do the shackles rude. or nothing. We're, we're not formal here. Could I... Um, uh, Be maybe... careful not to smudge the magic circle on the floor. Very important that you do not break those lines. It's true. They're oh, load-bearing. What is this that you do in here? Oreos, this is where we, uh, we, we question people. Oreos, please. We just want to find out what you're doing. It's kind of a uh, back and forth, like a free form. Like There's a lot of collaboration. Okay. So, well, so, Mr. Orioles, when was the first time Orioles. you you decided you would be a mime? No, a mime? no, that's not. No, please, please disregard that question. Okay. 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 Uh, and instead, how many pies have you stolen? No, nope, no, nope, also you that put one. Them in some sort of barrel. Please disregard that question as well. Ilin uh, is our Ilin is our scribe. Officer Officer Brown is our scribe this time. Uh, oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Please, yes, write down. I've got some room. We have a backup scribe as well, thankfully. Um, so, uh, yes, uh, Oreos. Um, last name? Relevant? Very long, complicated, hard to pronounce? Yes, you will find it there on my paperwork. Oh, I see. Oh, my. That is very long and difficult to pronounce. Gastro Thank you very much. Nope, that's not close. It doesn't even start with any of those letters. Nope, it's a good try, though. It'll... Um, so, Oreos. Um... You and you and Hogbottom. Uh, oh boy! Yeah, like butting heads a lot. I understand. Oh, show me one person who like this man, Hogbottom. He is. Uh, the yes, world is no, truly a better place now that he is gone. Well, that is a uh, not a great thing to say in a room full of police officers investigating his death. But I will write it down. Oh, Loves oh, oh, that he is dead. It was no. It was no secret. I did not like him. No, I. Anyone who worked in this market, I could not believe that anyone could say they actually like Hogbottom. Well, no, th perhaps, but they might not also say it to the uh, officers investigating his, you know, potential murder. Well, but that sounds like I, maybe they are being disingenuous. I believe in being straightforward. <laughs> this I is like... how I felt about the man. This is how I feel now. Again, your, the cut of your jib is just the right shape and angle, and I like it. What, what's that jib? <laughs> Thank you. You as well. Ah, yes, yeah, very good. <laughs> you should join. You should join the Backpatter Society. We have great meetings. Everyone enjoys them. Um, Orios, uh, do you know magic at all in any capacity? Do I know magic? <laughs> yes, the casting of spells, the, the per purveyance of wizardry. Let me tell you the magic I know. Is this like a good magic... reference? Is this like a metaphor for something else? Okay, yes. Okay. It was a metaphor. It, it is the magic of. Oh, you're not even going to let me do my is, whole thing. Is, it, is it friendship? It is not friendship. If it, it makes is... you feel better, please do you. For the record, let Oreos do his spiel. Thank you. Yes. Friendship. Let me tell you the magic that I know. The magic I know involves around the smell of a good stew. It is the smell of onions cooking on the stove before you done dump in the most exotic spices from around the world. Pies. The magic that I know is the magic of a shared meal between friends or family. Because when you share a meal, you become family. This is why I sell spices. This is why I do what I do. 
Were, were you at um, the 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 final meeting that that Mr. Hogg's button went to? Oh yes, when we asked him to protect us, his he is the one in control. He says he has a, a, a wizard with a shield, and he will not use it to protect our market unless we pay. And and did you? Well, see what kind was... of a man does this? I ask you. How can we pay him if our stalls are destroyed like they are now destroyed? Ugh. And and did you see uh, who who was the last out of the building, but while it was being crushed? Last out. Uh... Oh. No, when when it all started falling, I I ran to my tent. I wanted to pack my spices and, and go. When when the the chunks really started to fall, I was I was inside packing. Hmm. And uh, when these chunks were blowing and falling, um, you you left. You you went to the thing. Very good. Uh, I just have one more question for you. Um, uh, you were, you were, were you, how can I put this delicately? Uh, have you paid for this protection previously? Had, had Mr. Hogbottom taken the money from you on the previous occasion for this protection and was now increasing his fees? Was this a renewal of contract or was this a first time approach? I see what you are saying. Um, well, we all pay insurance to Mr. Hogbottom for the use of our stall. With quotations around it or no up, quotations? Insurance uh, or insurance? The, the document would not have the quotation marks, but to hear Mr. Hogbottom definitely, you know. Okay, got you. So this uh, was what he called a special act of God and was not covered under the standard insurance. Chunks coming uh. off of the Everspire is a new level, apparently. So uh, we would need new insurance and we would have to pay for this wizard. To, oh, it just, it seems like such bad business. And look where he is now. Ugh. Yes. Uh, although it didn't do you any good uh, either. So perhaps, you know, you should have purchased the insurance, but that's neither here nor there. Um, whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, no, I'm just saying he was offering insurance uh, for a very thing, for, for a certain situation. And then that situation immediately occurred. If you have gotten the insurance, you know, maybe you could have collected, but at this point, you know, if you did not buy... That does sound very suspicious now that you say this. Almost yeah, when you like phrase it that way, it doesn't sound great, Some sort it? of insurance scam. Who? Well, that is... Someone should look at that policy. Well, luckily for you, that is what we are doing. Uh, you are insurance police? <laughs> we are police for any number of things. Believe it or not, we, we can pretty much police whatever we want as long as there's been a vision of it. Yeah, and, and, and papers technically, in that vision, the I'm vision sure. included a death and also attempted insurance fraud. Wait, insurance? Oh, so you know it is insurance fraud? I said attempted or proposed. Potential. Alleged. Preposterous. Alleged. Uh, mm. On a ledge. It's on a ledge. Well, officers, I'm glad to see you are investigating fraud. While while I am thinking of it. You should really talk to those fruit salespeople. I don't like them. Well, I mean, this is a personal preference. So, you know what? That's fine. I just have a quick question then about them. Uh, we've heard uh, Blue Epron. Um, what is Blue's partner's name? Oh, Svengard? Oh, Svengard. That's yeah, right. he's okay. Svengard Epron. Yeah, he, you know. Svengard She, She must have really... Uh, gotten one over on him, you know. Whatever she says, uh, that is what goes. 
Uh, even this crackpot idea of, of shipping foods to people's houses so that they don't have to come to the market and shop. I, I ask you, how can this be a sustainable business model? I, I cannot count the number of times we have had this fight out. Oh, it, it does it's seem infuriating. You can't barter for the experience. You can't barter if you See? get it delivered. Yes. How will you know which spices yes. you like if you cannot come into the spice tent? And I feel like the Oinkos, uh, I, 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 I subscribe Claudia, to right? Blue yes. Aprons. And I, I, I think it's a great service. Yeah, yeah, you should you, you should try it. Well, now you're oh, encouraging him gosh. to participate in his competitor, his direct competitor's service. But you oh, know, that's oh. actually not a bad idea. Perhaps you should order it, kind of see what it is in order to that, craft your how own. How do you know that you doesn't don't make like sense. Blue Apron how, if you haven't tried it? Where did she get the money to get this off the ground unless... Oh... No, now you are speculating oh. and you are coming to conclusions that are not yours to come to. Yeah, I can see it in your eyes. You're getting. I am a citizen of this country. I can make whatever conclusions I want as long as they don't involve implicating the magistration. May they rule. Okay, actually, you are correct. Barely, technically, (laughs) technically correct. (laughs) It's a a very good kind of correct to be. Okay, maybe we should bring in the uh, blue apron people. Do we have any more questions? I I, I have one last question. Okay. We're so well organized. It's amazing. If if if. You could create some sort of invisible wall of force. You would get hit by this, and uh, Ilan throws kind of a rock. <laughs> <laughs> throws a rock. Yeah, yeah, not like like straight, like, uh, like a lob, like, like like a lob that well, kind of gives it time, right? How good he, at throwing rocks is he Ilan? rolled? He, yeah, okay, yeah. Ilan, give me an attack roll. All right. <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna uh, do is, opposing is this dude a human? No, he's a halfling. Son of a. Okay. Uh, what are you trying to like? Also, are you total. trying to hit him? I'm trying to get him to activate total? his invisible shield, so it'll bounce off, and thus implicate him as being able to activate an invisible shield. I'm gonna do so, this to okay, every yeah, suspect. With an 11, he he yes. rolled a uh, a 16 before any bonuses, and two, two. Uh, he is he is a deft chef. So uh, yeah, he that rock comes and he he bats it away like with with hardly emotion. Uh, uh. I, I could find bigger rocks. I... This is very rude. I cannot believe this is legal. But... Uh, that was that was. Um, thank you for your time. Please leave. Bye, mine. Suspected mine. Okay, not the mine. Goodbye. Please stop subscribing to the Blue Apron. No, service. that's no. You Bye, can't do Mr. that. No, Olio. that's commercial. Why that's can I not allowed. do that? This is advertising. <laughs> no, I'm leaving. <laughs> so if, if you, you are like kicking me ad- out for soliciting, here I go. Goodbye. But please come down no, to my new no, tent. I'm moving across that. town. None of this. Okay, see you, Mister Oligo. All right. What are you? What are you? We, uh, <laughs> we're, we're you may purchase for the, an ad the like aprons, please. The aprons. We'll, we'll we'll take uh, you both at once. It's it's just easier that way. Yeah, I would love to have both of them in the room talking yes. at the same time. That would be excellent. Yes. Oh, perfect. So yeah, you see, <laughs> you oh, see you. a a pair of halflings uh, stand up. Nice one of moment. whom is uh, she's she's slightly taller than him and and has a very proud bearing. And uh, she's wearing decently uh, well-kept clothes that no no sign of dirt. Like she she may have been digging to save their stuff last night, but she she got herself cleaned up. Uh, her husband her husband looks a little worse for the wear, uh, but he he is also it looks like someone has tried to clean him up. So like his tie is kind of uh, askew, uh, but they they both look um, pretty pretty down. So they yeah they they come in and. Uh, she sighs and leans leans forward on the table with her hands folded, 
and uh, says, well, as they as they come in right before she sits down, uh, mm. Mikhail Mikhail says, "All right, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to play this one low key. I'm going to sit back. I'm not going to say anything. And then when the time comes, I'm going to really get in there with the bad with the bad officer. So, Elo and Ilan, you guys take the lead on this one. I'm going to sit back, take notes, and then when the time is right, I'm just going to jump right in. All right? Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm going to open with with my best question. And Ilan oh, has I... a small rock. Okay." <laughs> Uh, 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 let's let, let's let's put that away for a little bit. Uh, let, just save that. Wait for my signal. Okay. Just wait for my signal. Okay. 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 Right. Uh, I think I can start on this one. All right. So on on that, yeah, she sits down. They both sit down, and she leans forward with her hands folded and says, "Well." Okay. Uh, well, we just wanted to ask you a couple of questions about uh, sure. your relationship uh, with Mr. Hogbottom. Oh, you don't want to hear what happened on that evening or hear my uh, account of okay fine um well uh, hogbottom and i are reluctant business partners i guess mm-hmm. you could say i started renting my stall there a few years ago and business has been good but you know every year it's remarkably the stall costs a little bit more but the amenities don't get better and the support doesn't get better mm. and uh he was going to fund my latest venture but well i'm not sure where that's going to be now did, did, did he insist on putting his fingers in your pies for that venture Ex- excuse me we, we've well, heard he was a he was a pie finger sticker well, he, uh, he stuck his his maybe whole hand i don't i mean not in front yes of, not in front of her husband <laughs> he's he he's just nodding like <laughs> she said well all innuendo aside, officers. Um, yes, I. I would say oh, oh, he Ollie was Uendo? not. Yeah, that. That's. Uh, I, I can go get Officer Ollie Uendo. No, I don't know. No. I don't know who that is. Uh, joking annoying. aside, officers. Yes, he. He was offering me a very bad deal. I shopped around, but he was the only one who could give me the money I needed fast enough to get this product off the ground before somebody beat me to it. Okay, can you describe your product briefly? I'm just curious. This has nothing to do with the investigation. I'm just curious. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, my my service would be a weekly subscription service where you would have fresh foods delivered to your home along with instructions on how to combine them into a professional-seeming recipe for busy people who don't have time to come to the market and shop. Oh. I saw it as my way of <laughs> getting getting out of there, you know? If I, if I don't need to have a stall, I could warehouse the goods almost anywhere and... Delivering them around the city should be easy. Oh, oh why, yeah, yeah. Why, why would delivering them be easy? Do you have some sort of magical couriers? Well, uh, there's always the tweeter system for taking orders, and the uh, the, the taxi cabs work uh, pretty well. I mean, we've seen that the the high guard gets a deal on on free cabs, and we figured somebody must be subsidizing those, so we would apply. Okay, uh, you're very business minded. Um, can you tell me more about the uh, um, the, your business? There was uh, an insurance or insurance. What kind of insurance did you have? Did you have real insurance or insurance? Oh God, is this about Hogsbottom's plan to protect us with a wizard? Yes, yes. Oh, what a mess! Way. I I don't even know where to begin with that. We uh, anyone who knows Ichabod should know he can't cast anything that would have protected us from that much falling rock. But 
I mean, what are, what are we going to do if, if we don't pay the extra insurance, then technically our policy lapses and he's not liable for anything that happens to us. He was a very shrewd businessman. Mm. Well, you can't spell shrewd without rude. It's spelled a little differently, but no, it is sure it's, it's pronounced the same. But yeah, see, that's right. This is why Ilan's not very difficult to read. <laughs> anyway, the husband, the husband is just like. <laughs> so, uh, are 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 you um, magically and or wizardly inclined at all? You or your husband? Do you dabble. <laughs> Me, no. My my head is one for logistics, not for for magic. And uh, the husband, he. Uh, but uh, give me somebody, give me a perception roll or an insight check. I'll take I'll take um, any. Mikhail, uh, uh, bring us home. You're you're the one who's quietly oh, just standing no. and checking him out it's through the so two-dimensional window or whatever. You could not have picked a worse person to perform this task. Really? Uh, mm -hmm. I will do. It does not matter. I'm going to do insight because it feels like a better chance. I got the high six. <laughs> I told you. I just told you I was not the right person for this task. So yeah, they. Uh, you can tell they seem so bored by that question that uh, they're like, well, "Yeah, we get asked that all the time, and yeah, it sucks. No magic." Well, I'm sure yeah, glad seems you don't have any magic because then you couldn't stop this. <laughs> Give me an attack yeah. roll. Who are, you, who are you throwing it at? Uh, the, the 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 bored dude. We'll, we'll do him first. Maybe maybe right. the wife will. Uh oh. Uh, it may hit her on accident. I got a ten total. A ten total. Uh, he takes that rock right on the forehead <laughs> oh, <crap. laughs> and he, he settles back just like, Oh, oh no, she, that one. Uh, oh, uh, she looks uh, at him like, what the, what is wrong with you officer? There's going to be paperwork for that one. That is for sure. Well, he, he passed the test. Um, now, now it's your turn. So if, if you can just stand still, honey, are you, what are you, don't throw a rock at me. Do you just have a collection of those? <laughs> Ilan does collect the rocks. It's sort of a hobby of theirs. Um, I, listen to me. So, so she, uh, like, while, yeah, while Mikhail is about to talk, she digs into her jacket and produces uh, a pouch of something and starts, like, applying this to her husband's forehead. She's like, it's, oh. I'm sorry, sweetie. It's going to be okay. What is that? What is that? What do you have there? Uh, what, this, it's, it's a collection of... of Fruits uh, that it helps with bruising and it reduces pain. It's look like fr fruits are kind of my bag, you know. I'm I'm a cook, and uh, as as she's working on this, like he he seems visibly to feel better. And no. uh, now and the this bruise. is the oh, oh the bruise disappears. Mm -hmm. Okay, now this is the gentleman who was trying to pull fruits out of a stand that I I prevented from pulling fruits out of the stand. That's right. Yesterday, correct? Okay. Mm -hmm. So uh, did. did both of you, I'm I'm assuming we're we're at uh, Mr. Um, Mr. Pig Bottoms uh, meeting. Is that is that true? His last oh, meeting. Oh, you mean before the the tower parts fell? Yeah. Yeah, yes. Yeah. yeah. yeah we now, were... now, did either of you see who was who was last out of of the the meeting? Um, well, I was pretty close to the last out because I was the closest to the front, yelling at that idiot. Um. I think the last one out besides me was Ichabod or honey. Did, did you see? And he's, he's back here 
Just like rubbing his wound. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess it was Ichabod. All right. And uh, did did either of you see uh, when Ichabod left, or if if Ichabod or anybody else went back? Jeez, uh, I don't, I don't know. We were all pretty occupied with getting our our tents packed, and and then when the rocks started to fall, oh my god. Yeah, I, uh, I know the old story. Rocks fall, everyone dies. It's it's rough. We've all been there. <laughs> you know, words hurt just as much as rocks, officer. <laughs> is that is that true, Mikhail? It Burger, has been known to be true. And in fact, now is the time to test it. Mikhail slams his hands down on the desk. Wham! <laughs> listen, you. Listen up, both of you. I think you are, there's more than to this than you know, and there's more that you are telling us, and I assure you that if you are in any way impeding our investigation, you will suffer under the full effects of the law, and we will stop at nothing to uncover the truth. So if there's anything you have not said that you want to say, or anything that you have said that you would like to take this moment to correct, now is the time to do it. All right, give me an in intimidation check Please. on that one. Please. <laughs> Yes, please. 19 plus 4. 23. Oh, boy. So uh, she she takes that and actually, like, keeps keeps hands folded and doesn't flinch. But uh, Svengard has become very nervous. You can you can see that he is kind of sweating bullets and kind of pulling at his his shirt, his tie. Uh, which she's obviously not accustomed to to wearing, mm. and uh, she she says, "Listen, officers, we lost a lot out there, and we've got a lot of work to do if we want to keep our livelihoods. Now, if you're done wasting our time, maybe you can talk to the people that really caused this problem, the ones who dropped the bricks on our market from the tower." Oh yeah, see that's that's a common misconception. Our jurisdiction starts at about a hundred feet and down of elevation that's that's and that's about as, as far as if you think you're the only people to suffer under this uh, because of this event you are wrong there is a young woman now taking upon the burden of business and the loss and independence now because someone wished to eliminate her father for business reasons for money this despicable act this unconscionable thing that is this this is the kind of thing uh this is the kind of act from which there is no turning back and those caught in the crossfire will find themselves bullied and belittled and put down until they are no longer of use and then they will be relieved and removed from the equation until all the loose ends are tied up and cut off if you get my drift. Well, now, uh, Ms. Blue, Blue Epron, I appreciate your cooperation, and if you would kindly step out from the hallway, we just have a couple of uh, papers uh, for uh, Svengart to sign. So if you will kindly oh, step out there. And, I handle uh, all the paperwork. I'm sure no, whatever I paperwork needs that. to I appreciate there's actually a separate set of paperwork for you out there. Um, Fine. Ellen Bart, perhaps you could uh, escort uh, uh, Ms. Yeah. Blue Epron to our uh, our paperwork filing room the secure one yeah 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 uh, while yeah. we ask a couple of questions uh, yeah, that's of, staffed have, by have ollie, the officer ollie uendo 
And no, uh, let's no no stuffing, please. <laughs> no, leave Ollie out of it. <laughs> anyway, come All right, right so this way. she she uh, she gets up and uh, and starts to head out and uh, doesn't doesn't even give her husband a second look. Now, but, if but he were, is, uh... now, if I were in a position to know something of value to a police officer uh, and to be intimidated into not saying that thing, uh, I would be looking for some sort of guarantee of protection, um, some sort of uh, immunity, perhaps, to consequences in order to, in order to come forth with this information and, and share the truth and, and ensure that justice is done. And okay. If go, I were go someone on. like that, if I were someone like that, it would be very simple to acquire said immunity in exchange for uh, testifying against, uh, to, to telling the truth, uh, and in helping justice to be done. Now, uh, Mr. Epron, um, I would, I would, I would like nothing, n- nothing more than to help with your investigation, officers. I believe that is. I, I believe you one hundred percent. So, um, before we let you go, it's occurred to me that. You haven't spoken much. Is there anything you'd like to share with us? I, uh, I, 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 uh, and he, he like kind of fidgets, puts his hands in his pockets and he's, he's sweating. Uh, and give me a perception check. Oh, please. Either, Allo, either one of you. <laughs> please, Allo, take this home. Can you okay. make a perception check perception, for me? Because there's no way I'm getting it. Uh, I'm just, I'm just gonna look at my paper. Where, where can I it'll find it? It'll be in the skills block, uh, sort of to the left, yeah. just, just by your stats, it'll be under the P's for perception. Okay, um, mine says plus three. So oh, that's better than mine. D20 and add three. Oh, my D20. Do, do, do. Hold on. Mikhail has plus one, but he has the worst luck at perception, so there's no way. Not taking that chance. Okay, but he's staring uh, intently into the eyes rolling of this the halfling. Rolling to see what's going on. What is okay, it? I got 20 happening? plus 3. <gasps> <laughs> Natural. 20. All right. So we, we enter yes. bullet we enter bullet time as uh Aloe <laughs> is, is watching this man sweat. There's there's a bead of sweat that's like super slowly making its way down. <laughs> His his hand tremors as he's shaking or like moving super slowly, and you see him reach into his vest pocket and start to pull out a packet of something and oh. rear back. Oh no! So, uh, yeah, you've you've got time before before he gets to do anything with it. Uh, what do you What do you want to do? Uh, should I use my agility to like grab his hand or something? That sounds great. Yeah, give me okay. give me a roll for grabbing his hand. All right. Uh, and you have advantage because you're just like oh. pew. And, and advantage means you you roll uh uh twice. So so you roll a d20 and then you roll another d20. You take the best of the two. Okay. Yep. And is this going to be an acrobatics check, Marty? Because that's what it sounds like to me. Okay. So I think first yeah. I, okay. Whatever first, is best for you. First, I got a seventeen, and then I got a. Four. Yeah, seventeen's probably going to be your best bet. Yeah, it's a good okay. call. Nice. So yeah, with four. with the seventeen, like his his hand comes up and he's closing his eyes to get ready to throw this thing down, and suddenly <laughs> it stops, and okay. uh, there's there's a little bit of a, a a puff that that comes out of this packet. It was clearly meant to like disperse dust everywhere, and uh, and he stops and he he looks up and Aloe is just standing over him. And he just he just collapses, and uh, he's he's he appears to have completely given up on life. 
Okay. And he just says, looks, looks like you're the long arm of the law today, Hello. Dylan, mm-hmm. why are you back here? We're supposed yeah. to be here. Did you at least lock her in the room? Blue Apron is like, what are you? Who are you talking to? Am I done with this paperwork yet? <laughs> Pay no attention. I'm I'm just a mirror. I'm I'm just a mirror. Uh, d- d- don't worry about your wife. She she's with all Uendo. Uh, he, he he mentioned some things about about getting to the bottom of some stuff, straightening something out. <laughs> all right. It's fine. It's fine. So. So Aloe is is holding his uh, hand in the air with the packet, and uh, Svengard mm-hmm. is just d- destroyed. Okay, and I break his arm just for no reason. <laughs> oh, holy! Give me a what is it? Give me a melee or a yeah, an unarmed combat attack as just a strength roll. Let's see. Okay, and this is still D twenty. Okay, hold on. Yep, plus zero for your awesome half orc strength. <laughs> 18. Eighteen. Eighteen. <laughs> Holy shit! All he right. Has, like two arms now. <laughs> so you, yeah. I mean, you you snap the shit out of this. Like you you feel oh you feel it break in two places, and he he screams. Actually, at that point, we we pull away from the room to where everyone else in the lobby, all those people who are waiting, just hear screams, and we. And we cut to his wife, who is signing paperwork and shaking her head at Ellen, and she hears him scream, and her eyes go wide. And we cut to the chief, who is sitting like filing paperwork, and the chief looks up, and uh, and we we come back to the room, and yeah, he's he's a wreck. I mean, he's face down, he's halfway passed out. Uh, Ellen catches the uh, Ellen catches the whatever the packet, whatever the sachet is, uh, as as his arm breaks and he drops it. Do you mean Alok does? Oh uh, no! I uh, I'm in Mikhail. I'm in Mikhail because I <laughs> Who assume Aloe was holding. I assume Allo was holding on to uh, yeah. his yeah. arms and his arm, ish. Uh, yes, Illa discourse over else, and Mikhail grabs for the the packet and uh, what he's gonna he's gonna examine it and find out what it is carefully. Yeah. Uh, so what are you? Let's see. What do you got? Uh, I'm thinking is... probably Arcana is gonna be the thing to I'm do. Check Arcana. Okay. Seems likely. Um, and that is a 16 total. 16 total. So 16 total. you can tell that this isn't, it's not actually magical. Like hmm. what, whatever's in here is, is the components for something. Uh, but you, it doesn't, doesn't quite seem to be a spell. Mm. Uh, but, but it, it's, it smells very sweet. It, it smells very alluring. And uh, you, you think that if you inhale too much of it, you would be pretty susceptible to suggestion. I have it now. That probably hurts. Yeah, that doesn't sound comfortable. All right, bring in. All right, we need. We need. I have it. I we're going to everyone quickly to the chief's office, and 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 Mikhail drags this this man by his unbroken arm, uh, and as they pass by, screaming. Oh yeah, for sure. As they pass by the uh, the other interrogation room or wherever Helen has locked up this woman, he grabs Ellen and Bark and Blue, and of course Allah has come with him, and we all I drag them all into the chief's office, and say uh, Blue immediately starts lacing in and is like, "What did you do to my husband? No, was not the no, it was just paperwork. I thought, I thought he had a gun. I didn't. That was not the time for this. A gun? Yeah. No, this is the part of this is the part of the investigation where I, where one of us lays out what they think has happened, and then everyone oohs and ahs if it's correct, and we all stare at each other awkwardly if it's not correct. So here's what the oh, and I grab Ichabod as well as we're on our way in. 
Okay. 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 Yeah. So yes. So here's what happened. Uh, but, this and actually, the the chief before you get started has has like one tentacle as she puts it right up to Mikhail's lips, and she says, "I I heard that. Everyone heard that. This little wisp of a man was a physical threat to you. I don't think so. Whatever you did to him had better be worth it because otherwise." You're all skating on very thin ice. And then she sits back. You can see a little bit of the bluster, a little bit of the confidence has deflated from Mikhail. (laughs) Um yes. So what we are alleging and going to we we are going to charge with is that is that this man, Ikavad, uh used uh powerful magic to prevent Hogbottom from leaving uh, during the disaster, which led directly to Hogbottom's death. But Ichabod is not entirely responsible for this. In fact, I would allege that he is not legally responsible at all. In fact, I put forth to you that this woman and her husband, Blue and Svengart Apron, uh, coerced by pseudo-magical means, uh, Ichabod, uh, into performing this spell using fermented fruit components and they did this in order to ensure the death of this of Hogbottom and on, it on, is uh, then... on what you said Ichabod looks starts looking very irritated and, and starts looking at the, the Aprons and like and if, if it was not Ichabod then it was definitely his brother but I think it was Ichabod because no offense sir you look very much like a bush over and that has been the impression that we have gotten from the other they, people we witnessed they told me that uh-huh, these yes. were healthy snacks. They were lying to you the entire time. Ichabod, think fast, little rock. Don't. <laughs> <Kids>. <laughs> Takes it right in the face. And the chief whacks the shit out of you, Ilan. Like the chief grab, the chief, a tentacle comes up and just whips Ilan's foot off the ground. And Ilan is on her ass. I'm sorry, chief. chief. I'm sorry, chief. I, I, thought he, chief. I thought he'd use his magical force wall to stop and it'd be a traumatic time to dim it. Oh, I'm sorry. Chief, I think that we are prepared to send these. We are we are here by arresting these people. We charge Blue and Svengart with uh, with murder. Um, we charge them with alchemical persuasion, and we charge them with full conspiracy to commit murder because there were three people involved. And um, I think that I think that uh, I think that we will have to charge. Have to charge uh, Ichabod with criminal negligence. I, I think technically the least thing we could charge him with is is being uh, uh, an, is an implement to murder. And, and but, but oh, we have to. True. I forgot it's been a from that rule. It has been a while since that rule has been brought up. Yeah, I think actually that is correct. Uh, here it is. Um, yes, charging uh, Ichabod with magical implementation, which is a weird way to say it. Um, but I think that's going to... Now, I will say that the, the, the minimum sentencing for that is mostly community service and a stern talking to. So, shouldn't be a big deal if he is convicted with that. Sorry, Ichabod. So, this is the charging. And uh, now I think we have just a few weeks to wait. So... Ta-da! Look, officers, I, I really hope the jury finds it your way because what you did here today was a lot of violence to a lot of potentially innocent people and you did it right in front of your chief 
I mean, I heard it. I saw it. And that, that stuff is not going to fly for long. Also potentially guilty. Officer Seda, I don't know how they did things <laughs> where you come from, but we only hurt the people we know are guilty here. <laughs> you're on, you're all on thin ice. So, crime. Uh, so she, yeah, she shoes you all out of her office and uh, all the paperwork gets filed. And now it is time to put 90 seconds on the clock. All of you watching at home now live have been pressed into jury duty. Welcome, hello. We need you to tell us, uh, are these folks guilty or innocent? Uh, do you think that Blue Apron and her husband Svengard Apron are guilty of conspiring to uh, kill Mr. Hogsbottom using Ichabod as their implement of murder? All right, uh, looks like the, the, the time has clocked down. Uh, I don't see any last second votes, so it looks like a unanimous Guilty verdict may have have barely, by the skin of our teeth, saved a uh, new officer, Aloe, from a uh, harsh uh, reprimanding, a yeah, tongue lashing well, by uh, do, Officer Ollie Uendo. Dude, wow. <laughs> we should really good. stop giving Ollie those those particular duties because I, I know think Ollie, Ollie is going to have to report them. to HR again. Um, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, the uh, the verdict is in, and uh, both of the Aprons end up going to prison, and Ichabod receives the stern talking to and uh, <laughs> community works. service uh, as promised. And thankfully, due to some quirk of uh, the laws of Lan Arcanum, probably put into place by the Inquisition, uh, if you are found guilty in a court of law, you are not allowed to bring charges uh, of assault by an officer in the course of your investigation and arrest. Uh, now that doesn't mean that what happened was popular. Uh, the public was uh, was pretty like the the jury kind of came out shaking their heads, uh, even though they 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 agreed they were guilty. Yeah, there were a lot of witnesses to that, or at least like audio 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 witnesses to that. Are yeah. Uh, can I get a sense of where the scales of justice are at? Uh, yeah, thanks to uh, a rapid fire slew of mad successes by Clara, uh, we we've, we've gone up to uh, four failures and eight successes. Nice. Uh, All right. So uh, this is after after the case, uh, we find uh, Aloe walking into the chief's office and uh, the chief is nowhere to be found. There's a note on her desk that says, uh, meet me in the training room. And uh, so uh, Aloe, you you head down there and uh, you find instead instead of the sort of wily armed uh, tentacled creature, uh, you find the chief in her normal form, which is uh, sort of a tall centaur. She stands a little bit taller than you, and uh, she's she's dressed for training, so she's wearing sort of like a loose training outfit. And uh, she says, "You did some good work out there, Seda, but you also went way too far. I know that you've got a checkered past, and I want you to know that I don't care about that. I care about good police work. Now, if you've got some aggression." Let's get it out in here. And she takes a fighting stance and oh. and offers to spar with you. Okay. And uh, so we so we leave. No, I'm just <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> to, yeah, right. No, we're gonna we're Thank gonna have to tune in next week for that one. Uh, but uh, yeah, so Poor so octopus. the. I know. Oh. 
Oh. You can't. You can't do it. That's the trick <laughs> with the chief. Uh, so we we do fade fade out of uh, out of there. We pull out of the training room, and we the the camera pulls out of the station. Uh, across the the square where we see once again uh skip sky seeker now now say a five back with another update on the wizard battle taking place high above the Everspire. sources within the mayor's office are saying that what they initially called a battle over internal politics is actually a defensive action to repel an invading force that is attacking the Everspire directly unprecedented Multiple seers across the city have reported seeing a great dragon, golden scales red with blood, tearing the very stone from the spire's walls. The dragon's acolytes, garbed in red sashes, are herding bureaucrats into conference rooms as hostages. The magistration, may they be praised, has yet to make an official statement. I'm Skip Skyseeker, now Sayer 5. Check in with me for updates. Thanks for listening to Lawful and Orderly Special Visions Unit. Join our detectives next time for another exciting adventure in Lan Arcanum. Same RPG time, same RPG Academy. Visit us at dndsvu.rpg.academy. Our whole crew can be found on Twitter. Scott is at G-E-O-W-T-F. Jeffrey is at A-T-L underscore Spielberg. Clara is at A-L-O underscore S-E-D-A-1. Marty is at Schmarty. And Andrew J. Young is at That1GM. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a rating and review. Or tell a friend about the show. Thanks.